I felt like I needed something spontaneous and exciting in my life and it was just like handed to me with Lizzie's message and I was like I'm so in to do this and like what a cool fun story to swap apartments with this random girl who I don't know who lives in London and you know go to London for for a week. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Endorphins. This week, I have a really fun and unique episode to share with you all. And it's all about spontaneity and stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is exactly what Camille Wyand and Lizzie Franier did just about two months ago where they swapped lives. Camille, based in New York, traveling to London for the week, living basically Lizzie's life, (laughs) and Lizzie, based in London, traveling all the way to New York for a week and living basically Camille life where they were able to partner with Thursday Dating and go on dates in their respective cities and kind of like recreate the movie The Holiday. If you guys have seen it, it's essentially about two women swapping each other's homes in each other's countries, meeting guys there and falling in love, which I personally think is a super fun and cute story to share how Camille and Lizzie basically recreated the idea of this movie. In this episode, Camille and Lizzie talk all about what the experience was like to just kind of drop everything and do this spontaneous trip, what it was like to date in different cities, partner with the Thursday dating app, and also create a really beautiful friendship randomly between the two of them. I really hope that you guys enjoy listening to this episode. I know that I had a blast recording with them, and I hope that this heartwarming story serves as a reminder to shake things up a bit, you know, every once in a while. We need more spontaneity in our lives and we need to actively seek out those really exciting, fun opportunities that are hard to come by. So let this serve as a reminder that you get to make life as fun as you want it to be for yourself and we need to just kind of bring more joy and endorphins through random experiences Uh, and this was a really unique one and doesn't happen very often but i think we can still take away a big lesson from you know a big learning (laughs) from the really cool and unique thing that camille and lizzie got to do but before we get into it i have a brief message from my sponsor anchor Hi, Camille. Hi, Lizzie. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Hi, Stella. Thanks for having us. I'm excited. Yeah, hi. (laughs) So we have Camille currently in Ohio. You're with your family right now. Lizzie, you're based in London. Yeah, I'm based in London. I'm currently staying with my family out in Wiltshire at the moment, but I'll be heading back to London soon. So we're all across the country recording this podcast episode, and I remember seeing on Camille's Instagram story like a few weeks ago that she was off to London, and I saw that she was tagging Thursday dating in her stories, and I was like, what is this thing that Camille's doing? Like, what is, what, why is she going to London? And little did I know that you both were swapping lives to recreate the holiday, swapping dating lives. So Camille, you went out to London and Lizzie, you came to New York. And, you know, I just thought it was such a cool experiment. And I'd love to start off by you sharing a little bit about yourselves and how you got involved with this like dating exchange. So I live in New York City, as you mentioned, and Thursday Dating had made a post um, back in November about wanting to recreate the holiday. And they partnered with this app called Home Exchange, where you swap apartments Um, and so when I saw that, I was like, oh, home exchange seems really cool. And I feel like I was kind of in this little funk of obviously with COVID, I haven't traveled and I feel like a big part of my 
you know, life and personality was like, I was the girl that traveled and like did all these random things, like getting my yoga teacher training in Bali or backpacking alone. And I hadn't done any of that in so long. So I was looking at doing some type of Europe trip. And so I saw home exchange and went and made an account on there looking to do it more in the spring. And then I woke up to a message from Lizzie just a few hours after I had made the account um, asking, you know, she was saying, I'm a writer at the Telegraph. I'm looking at writing a story about recreating the holiday. Would you be interested in swapping apartments um, in like the next two weeks? And I was like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> and I, at first I was like, oh, it's a bit too soon. Like, could we do January instead? But given she was writing a story about it for the Telegraph, we had to do it in December. And I very quickly, like within five minutes, was like, never mind, we can do December. I'll make it work. And I just was like, I felt like I needed something spontaneous and exciting in my life. And it was just like handed to me with Lizzie's message. And I was like, I'm so in to do this. And like, what a cool, fun story to swap apartments with this random girl who I don't know who lives in London and, you know, go to London for for a week. <laughs> Lizzie, how did you find Camille? Like, how did you initiate that reach out and, and ask her to be a part of this? I had a, like a similar experience to Camille that I was just scrolling Instagram one day and I saw the post from Thursday Dating that they teamed up with Home Exchange, which is the same website that Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet use in the film to create this special section of the website that was specifically for single people living in New York and London, which is the two cities at the moment that the Thursday dating app operates in. And as soon as I saw it, I thought it would be such a great experience, not only for my personal life, but also as a story for The Telegraph, where I work, um, which is actually the same newspaper that Kate Winslet works for in the film The Holiday. So that was another little serendipitous uh, twist to the tale that fitted in perfectly. And so, yeah, I created an account And I messaged a few different girls in New York City, but it was Camille's profile that really stood out to me. I could just tell from the things she said about herself and the pictures she used that we would be friends if we lived in the same city, or at least I felt like that. Um, And so I really wanted, you know, when you message a few people, but I really wanted Camille to reply. And she did within a few hours. And exactly like she said, initially she asked if she could do it, we could do it later. But before I'd even replied, she said, you know what, it's fine. I can change my plans. Let's go ahead. Let's do it next week. And the fact that she was so spontaneous in that moment made me realize that this was exactly the person I wanted to do it with. Because if you're going to do something like this, you want to do it with someone that will lean into the whole experience and that you feel like you can get on with and feel safe with and have fun with. And yeah, I could just tell from that that we'd get on. So we had a phone call. We spoke on the phone. We spoke a little bit about dating, which again, you know, we didn't know each other, but I felt like I could open up to her right from the very start which was great. And um, yeah, within 24, pretty much 24, 48 hours, our flights were booked. And a week later, Camille arrived in London. We decided to do it a little bit differently to in the film so that we'd have one night together in London. Then we'd go off and each have four or five nights in our respective um, alternate cities and then have one night together at the end, just so that we could you know, feel like we knew who the person we were swapping places with. And that was such a a great part of it because I feel like by bookending it like that, we could develop our friendship so much more as well. Definitely. And you can kind of also, I guess, compare like the beginning of the experience when you first met in London to the very end where you met up again. And there's, I'm sure, like so much to recap, swapping each other's lives, living in each other's apartments, then going on dates in different cities and then coming back to actually talk about that experience with each other. I mean, so much must have happened within that week when you guys had swapped lives. Camille, do you want to start off by sharing a little bit about, you know, like the trajectory of that experience once you were landed in London, met Lizzie, 
what happened from there? Yeah. So honestly, I like going into it, I was like, okay, I feel like I have to go on a date given. Also, we we didn't mention. So since when we set up that we were going to do this, part of the Thursday datings like post was they were giving away um, free flights to to a set of people who were swapping. So we did it super fast where we paired up and we messaged Thursday dating. And since we were the first ones to have like a pair, they paid for our flights. And it was funny. I got to meet people who work at Thursday dating and they're like, we can't believe this is actually happening. We did not think people would actually swap apartments. Um, So that was really fun. Um, But but it was really great getting to London and, and getting to meet Lizzie first. Like we just hit it off right away and we got pizza and wine that night. And like, I just felt like we were old friends and same her, one of her roommates came along too. And it just like, felt like I was chatting with friends in New York City who I've, you know, known for years. So that was really great. And then in terms of the dates, I didn't really know going into it, like how I was going to find a date. Was I going to use Thursday dating? Like, how would it all work? Um, But they posted on their Instagram that Lizzie and I were doing the swap. And I got like, 100 DMs from people like some of them were people asking me on dates. Some of them were people just saying like, can't wait to follow along on this. So that night I was like, I need to like, I just feel like I need to set up a date. I wasn't expecting much from this. I just felt like, you know, let's go on a few dates. It'll be funny. And that'll be that. Um, And I came across a few people and I, you know, consulted my friends to decide on who I was going to go to date with. One of them was Patty. Patty was who I went on a date with. Um, And so we went that Thursday, we like got dinner and we like, we really hit it off. And then I was like, okay, I don't need to go on dates with anybody else. I'm just going to hang out with this guy for the rest of the weekend. So were these dates, did they organically arise or were you actually using the dating app to like swipe on people and match with someone and then go on a date? Yeah. So I was going to use the Thursday dating app, but I had gotten the DM from Patty and had decided to go on a date with him. And because we just like hit it off so well, I, I figured I was like, I'll just keep going on dates with him. I don't need to go on a date with anybody else. <laughs> and I didn't really want to go on a date with anybody else. I had such a good time with him that I was like, I'd rather like keep going on dates with him versus finding someone else random. Because as you know, in New York and London and going on dates, like it's really a hit or miss. And I've been on plenty, plenty of boring first dates or bad first dates and just... Yeah, it's it can be a bit like nerve wracking. So yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially if you're there for not that long of a time, it's like you might as well use that time to your advantage and spend time with someone that you actually are in, you're enjoying yourself with. So we went on our date Thursday night. So that during the day on Thursday, I was like, well, back up just in case this I don't like this guy. I was going through Thursdays because um, Thursday dating their app, how it works, it only works on Thursday. And the point of the app is you want to set up a date like that day or that weekend. And, and it's it's so you don't like, you know, just chat with people for a week and then nothing happens. Like all your matches disappear at midnight. So the goal is to find someone, set up a date and like actually meet in person. So I was on the Thursday dating app a bit on Thursday before me and Patty's date, but nobody really like struck my eye as much. Um, I think I like messaged a few people and that was that. But then Patty and I had such a great date that I ignored the app and didn't open it again. <laughs> I like that, um, you know, that feature of the app where your your matches expire because I feel like it really incentivizes people to be proactive about like making a plan. I think that's probably one of the hardest things when you're using an app or just starting to build a relationship with someone is actually initiating that plan and following through with it. Because oftentimes like you'll have all these matches and then they just go away. Like you're either ghosted or you ghost the person or just things kind of 
crumble. And then it's like, well, how are these apps actually benefiting our dating lives if we're not really making any plans from them? Or like in your experience, Camille, you're just going on not fun first dates. So I think that's a really unique feature of the app. I'd also love to hear Lizzie, when you got to New York, what was that experience like? Were you using Thursday dating? Were you meeting people based in New York City just organically to go on dates? Or how did that kind of evolve while you were dating in New York? So yeah, I did use the Thursday app when I landed and it was exactly what you were saying that I think it fits so perfectly for this trip because it encourages you to be spontaneous because you can't just think, oh, I'll reply to that person tomorrow. You have to start a conversation. You have to come up with a plan because at midnight, the match is going to disappear. So as soon as I land, I landed in New York on a Thursday, switched on the app and I felt really anxious when I did it because I thought, you know, I need to go on a date this weekend. What if nobody? But again, just from the very nature of the app, immediately people start matching with you and chatting to you. And there was a few different people. And I and I put something on one of my prompts about, you know, what's the best thing that's happened to you this week? And I said, flying to New York to recreate the holiday. So one guy on there messaged me and said, you know, he had some opening line about had my ex just got engaged or something and and I read it and I thought what is he talking about and then I realized that he was referencing the film Kate Winslet's character is at the Telegraph Christmas party and she finds out that Jasper um who she's had this ongoing saga with has got engaged to another one of her co-workers so that kind of caught my eye because it was quite a funny line and I ended up we ended up messaging back forth a bit and going on a date on the um Friday night because we were we were both busy on the I did go on a date with someone else on the Thursday night who was really really nice and um had put a lot of thought into the date and we you know we got whiskey uh old fashions at Wilfie and Nell's we went to Bleecker Street Pizza and we went to Marie's Crisis Cafe the piano dive bar in the West Village so it was a great introduction to the city but I left maybe feeling a bit more like friends than anything else but on the Friday night went on a date with um someone I found from the Thursday app and just had such a good time from the moment I walked in. um, I knew that it was going to be a really great day. And luckily he felt the same and we ended up going dancing in Greenwich Village and then seeing each other a couple more times while I was in New York, um, going on nice walks, getting bagels, that sort of, you know, this classic. All the New York classic things to do. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it was, you know, and I didn't expect that to come out of it. To be honest, that was kind of an added bonus. But I also think that came from the fact that because I wasn't expecting anything and I wasn't overanalyzing and thinking, do I really want to go on a date with this person? What do I think about this? And what, you know, we can get stuck in that mindset, I think, especially in your late 20s, early 30s. But because I just thought, well, I'm here for five days, see if I meet anyone I like, I'll have a good time. It really allowed myself to just do exactly that. And I think it's taught me, you know, to try and apply that same thought process to dating back home as well. That's such a good point. I think we tend to really overanalyze situations and overthink things. And that can also, you know, really be to our detriment because you're taking up so much mental energy thinking so deeply about something that's not that, you know, not that deep, like not that important at the end of the day. And when we're in those like constant thought patterns, like ruminating or, Uh, just being super indecisive because we really like are unsure about like, you know, what we want to do that can cloud our perception and our ability to just make a decision at the end of the day. So I love how everything around this 
dating experiment is really centered around spontaneity. I like how you you mentioned, Lizzie, that it also kind of shifted your perspective on dating and relationship building because even though this was, you know, a short-lived experience, hopefully, you know, it's a, it's a super cool thing that you guys did and hopefully there are lessons from it that you can take and apply in all aspects and other aspects of your life moving forward. Definitely, yeah. And I think Camille and I both found was just um, the amazing female friendship that we found out of it as well, which is such, I think, again, when you move into your late 20s, early 30s, it's easy to get stuck in your same friendship circle. And I have a number of amazing friends, um, but it's so nice to meet someone else who's living a different life in a different city and to have that spark of first friendship connection again that you get a lot more when you're younger and you're going starting your first job and going to university and all those different um, life milestones. Yeah, I think that's been one of the best part of this experiences is meeting Lizzie and just becoming such great friends with her. She's the best person. I love talking with her. And like, I feel like like that first night we met, we could have just talked all night. And it's great to know that whatever happens with these guys, I have a friend for life with Lizzie. And and I can't wait for the future, whatever our whatever trip we do to reunite with each other, whether maybe I come to London or she comes to New York again. It's just really we were saying that we're the we're the star couple this this whole day. <laughs> <laughs> really the relationship, the best relationship that came from this was Lizzie and I. And that was also super like unexpected as well and maybe surprising out of this experience. Was there anything else from doing this that you didn't necessarily expect or you just had no idea what happened. I think it was a nice reminder as well of the kindness of strangers, especially when you're traveling. You know, I've had those experiences before, but like Camille was saying, it's been a period of time where we haven't had as much freedom of movement. But this trip really reminded me that when you go out of your comfort zone and you go to a new place, so there's so many people that want to make it the best experiences possible for you. And I met so many great people on this trip from, you know, friends of friends saying you should meet this person to someone's extended family member to people that I just met out and about. Um, And there was one, the one that really resonated with me in particular was at the airport when I was boarding my flight to go to New York City. I ended up talking to these two women who were stood in line behind me who both have grown children and they were doing this trip together as friends for the first time in a long time. And I told them about what I was doing because I was just so excited and nervous. And because I was by myself, I felt like I had to tell everyone around me. And it turned out that one of the women was newly single and she'd had a really difficult year trying to get over that. And she couldn't believe what I was doing. But as the conversation went on, she started to talk about, you know, I hadn't considered solo travel before, but maybe that is something that I should look into and something that I can do now. And I said, you know, I'll give you my number. If you have any questions about it, I'd love to speak to you. And she found me on Instagram and messaged me a few days later saying that her whole perspective had been changed. She'd lined up a date for when she got home. She was looking forward to having new adventures again, seeing this as not, you know, obviously it was a tricky time in her life for her, but seeing as as an opportunity to do things differently and go on new adventures. And that was just meant so much to me that she told me that um, and that something, you know, that I did didn't really have anything to do with her had created such a, a period of change in her life. That's so beautiful. And it, I think it just really shows the power of, you know, you never know who you're going to impact, no matter like what your circumstances or what experiences you're having. You never know 
how you know your words will impact someone else and may inspire someone else to do something to step outside of their comfort zone. Speaking of solo travel, I know Camille, you are very, <laughs> you're you're very much a travel enthusiast. And uh, you know, earlier in this interview, you mentioned that you traveled Southeast Asia alone. And thanks to you, I found out about the Peaceful Warriors Yoga Teacher Training Program in Bali because you had also done that the summer after you graduated from college. Um, so. You definitely value, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone and exploring the world and experiencing different things. So how did this experience kind of like match up to the other times when you've embarked on solo travel and what have you kind of gained out of this that uh, I guess is kind of like a constant trend or theme that you've seen in yourself from doing solo adventures? Yeah, it was nice that I had done solo travel before to Southeast Asia and had that experience. So I, I know I had gotten some comments from people like, you're going to London alone. And I'm like, oh, th this is easy. <laughs> London is easy. It's not as far. Southeast Asia was a totally different experience. And it was amazing, my time in Southeast Asia. But I think traveling alone there was a lot harder because Southeast Asia is, is much more different. I, I had didn't know anybody in any of the countries I was in. Um, but going to London, it it was a lot easier because I, well, when I was swapping with Lizzie, I got to meet her first. I had a few friends who were in London that I was able to hang out with as well. But it was a good reminder for me. I felt like I haven't done anything spontaneous or exciting since I had graduated and done that three months backpacking alone that I felt like I was kind of like losing a part of myself with, with working a corporate job and not doing any of these fun, spontaneous things. And I had been talking to somebody a week before Lizzie had reached out and we decided to do this. And they, in this past year, they had, you know, moved to London. They were talking about all the travels that they were, that they did in the past year. And I just realized, wow, in this last year, I haven't done any of that. I I've just been in New York. I haven't gone anywhere. And given like it is a pandemic as well. So I do consider that, but it, it's still, I was missing, you know, being spontaneous and traveling. So it was really great to be able to do that again. And this whole experience was so unique that it was like, I feel like I've just been on a high since, since Lizzie first messaged me of the excitement of going, the excitement of being there. And, and now that it's all over, still the excitement of just looking back on pictures and talking with Lizzie each day. And it's just been a really great experience. Yeah, COVID has definitely made it difficult, as we all know, to do anything fun, really. And it's it sucks now, especially because just as we think we're kind of getting out of it, it's like there's all these new variants. And New York, for example, is getting hit hard right now. And it's difficult to have that sense of freedom again, especially, you know, I love that you brought up that point about working a corporate job. Like <laughs> something that I've now experienced is starting a corporate job. And although I have not been working for that long, I mean, it's the beginning of really the end. Like once you start, you're really not going to stop. And it's something that I've found challenging is like, how can I bring fun and spontaneity into my day to day, into my life when, you know, now my job requires that I'm on Monday through Friday and working, you know, full days every day and there's you know less flexibility and wiggle room to actually just take time for yourself so it's it's definitely difficult to find those hidden gems of spontaneity but aside from this experience which was kind of like this big thing that you guys did kind of like a once in a lifetime um, opportunity how do you 
try to find small moments of spontaneity in your life, working a corporate job, being a adult, a working adult in New York City, a working adult in London, you know, how have you managed to find that balance in your day-to-day life? Um, well, I'll say one thing about, I actually think in a, in a strange way, COVID has provoked us to be more spontaneous because things do change so quickly. So if you want to do something, you should make it happen while you can, because you don't know whether the restrictions and the rules will change. So I think that's, you know, one small nugget that you can take from that. I think the other thing is, too, is, you know, this trip that we did was relatively short. We had five nights in each city. Uh, Camille did actually come two nights earlier and work from home because of the COVID restrictions change beforehand, which meant you had to quarantine for the first two days. So you know, Camille was flexible too. So that's another key thing to be. But what I was going to say is, you know, you don't need three months off to do this amazing trip to inject spontaneity and fun and travel into your life again. You can do things in a much smaller way, whether it's five nights or whether you just go somewhere, you know, take the train out to a brewery you haven't been to for a day and do something random for one day. You don't need a huge chunk of time, whatever you have, you can work with and you can inject spontaneity into that. Yeah. And I think just trying to say yes to, you know, random plans that my friends have or anything. And, and even if like, I, my big thing is whenever anything is going wrong, when it's like, when you're trying to plan something or like you're traveling and something bad happens, I'm always like, this is going to be a funny story. This is going to be a funny story. It's not a funny story now, but it will be a funny story. And actually, I feel like my friends hear me say that a lot of like, ah, this is gonna be a funny story. Let's do it. Um, So I'm quite known to do things for the story of it, which this is a prime example of that. But I feel like throughout COVID, I've, you know, tried to do just random different things with friends, you know, whether it's as little as just, you know, venturing to another borough or, you know, doing a road trip going up upstate New York for a weekend with with my girlfriends, Um, you know, really minor things, but just still trying to, you know, get out of the my routine of just sitting in my apartment and working every day, trying to get out and, you know, do some fun things with friends and have different experiences, which is easy to do in New York City. There's so many things going on. (laughs) I think it's so important. I mean, it's definitely, it's difficult when you get very stuck in that structure and routine because we can kind of fall victim to those patterns and then it gets to feel really boring and and then it can feel like you're not really driving a sense of like happiness or joy from what you're doing if it's just the same thing over and over every single day. So I love that there's like small trips that you can take and small things you can do to just boost your sense of well-being. I think the reason that like when I got back home from my spiritual escapade in Bali, uh, like the reason that I was like so unhappy to be back was because I had just come off of this like extreme high and it's definitely been an adjustment figuring out, well, you know, like, you know, like you said, Lizzie, you don't need three months of time off to find that sense of spontaneity and joy. Like there are smaller things you can do in your day-to-day life. So, you know, I guess to that point, there are benefits from work from home and you can travel and be flexible and work from anywhere. So I had the opportunity to take some trips to see some friends from high school and college. I think those are moments, you know, for, my, for me personally, that brought me some joy because there are some things that you can do um, to kind of shake things up a bit. And I also hadn't thought about COVID as like this opportunity to be more spontaneous. I, I really love that interpretation of just the state of the world right now, because it doesn't have to be so like depressing. Every time we turn on the news and we see something horrible going on, you can kind of have a a more positive spin on the circumstances and invite more spontaneity and curiosity into your 
into your day to day. I think the other thing for me too, and I wrote about this for the Telegraph at the beginning of the pandemic, but um, our generation took travel for granted and it's not, it's a privilege and we're very lucky to be able to do it. So to take every opportunity with that mindset and think about how lucky you are when you do get to do something and to really appreciate every moment of it and switch off if you can from other things in your life, then, you know, it just adds to the whole experience. Yeah, that's a great point as well. And I I never even thought about it that way. And I guess it's to this, you know, the idea that once something's gone, you start to value it more. So when things are scarce, you start to really think back and appreciate what you had. But moving aside from spontaneity and travel, after this experiment ended or after this experience ended and you both came back to your respective cities, Camille, you were back in New York and Lizzie and you're now back in London. How did Thursday Dating respond to this entire experiment? They were loving it. Like I think a lot of us had very little expectations going into it. Like as I mentioned, I was I was talking to George, the founder. I got to meet a lot of people who worked at Thursday. Um, they do like after parties on Thursday nights where it's a bunch of singles that come to the bar. And so everybody who worked at Thursday was there and I got to meet them. And I think from Lizzie's perspective, my perspective, George and Matt, the founder's perspective, like nobody really had expectations going into this. Like it was funny enough, the fact that we were swapping apartments and that was that. Like, I don't think like Lizzie or I had expected to like the guys as much. I don't think um, from George and Matt's perspective that they were you know, expecting us to like the guys as much. And like, I don't know, I just think everybody had little expectations going into this. And, and the fact that we had such great experiences was amazing. And and we made so many friends along the way. And then after the fact, I made the TikToks and those blew up and all these news articles came out. And I think everybody was just so shocked that, you know, it was such a thing. And it was wonderful to hear how many people had loved the story. There were so many kind comments about you know, other people who wanted to swap apartments out too, or just, I think the, like the week that we got back, COVID really started to spike and come up. So we were hearing a lot of bad news about that. And a lot of people were really enjoying, you know, the happiness of this story. And, and it was just a fun, lighthearted story. It was funny, I, on my TikToks too, I've gotten a lot of comments of people thinking this is a publicity stunt, which like to some extent, like Thursday dating and home exchange did pay for our flights. So like, obviously they were getting publicity from it because they were posting about it, but the experiences were a hundred percent real and genuine and, and the friendships and relationships that we made along the way were real. And, and I don't think anybody was expecting how great of an experience we were both going to have. I saw, you know, the TikTok came up on my For You page <laughs> and I was like, I know Camille and I, I like, I've seen this now all on Instagram. It's crazy how it like, the algorithm knew to kind of spit that out onto my for you page and they definitely have blown up. And I think TikToks also can do like that platform is conducive to things just blowing up and things becoming viral. But it was so cool for me to see, um, you know, how, how much coverage this is getting. And I know Lizzie, you wrote an article about this for the Telegraph. Yeah. So I wrote uh, the article for the Telegraph, which is the newspaper that I work for. And like I mentioned earlier, the same one that Kate Winslet works for. And it was it just had such a lovely, lovely reception, which was great. So many of our readers commented on it saying that exactly what Camille was saying, that during all the kind of Omicron doom and gloom, it was really lovely to just read a story that was about human connection, both from friendship and dating and all the different angles that we had. So it was really nice to see that people connected with it. And several people have emailed me since too, saying, you know, I passed, put this in my girls group whatsapp or I sent this to my friend and 
they're all planning on doing it early next year. So it was great to see that we kind of started this movement that a lot of other people um, now want to replicate. And I hope they have as much success as we did. And I would love to hear stories from people and what happens because, you know, anything could happen. That's when I think about it all now, it seems crazy how it all slotted into place. Any number of things could have meant that I wouldn't have found Camille, that I wouldn't have found someone on the dating app that Camille wouldn't have met. You know, it just happened that everything, you know, we could have had a completely different experience, but I'm so grateful for the one that we did have. But like I, like I said, even if I'd been and been on a series of dates and hadn't had any success, I would still be so glad that I did it because I met Camille, built this great female friendship, also just reinvigorated my own spontaneity. And it was such a fun piece to write. It was so lovely to kind of explain this whole crazy thing that we did and see the reaction from so many different um people. Yeah. And I think also, you know, it's not often that people can just get up and like swap lives with someone else and travel across the world to go on different dates and different dating environments. But something that people can take away from this maybe is just a broader perspective or a more open mind in dating, Um, never really knowing, you know, what could happen and being open to going on different types of dates and meeting different kinds of people. Because I think we often can be very like pigeonholed in our our expectations, or we can kind of like close ourselves off to certain people if they don't meet a certain criteria or a way in which we imagine an ideal partner to be. And I think, you know, something that I love about this is that you guys are so outside of your comfort zone, you know, really outside of the box and um, just willing to try something different out. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that also kind of contributes to the success of this dating experiment. And, you know, I feel like the elephant in the room question is, now what's going to happen? Uh, because now, you know, why have we created this situation for us? You're both now <laughs> kind of seeing people in completely separate places. So what, like, who knows what's going to happen, I guess. And kind of to this whole point is spontaneity. We never know what's going to happen. But um, now that you're back and settled, uh, you know, what are you hopeful for, I guess? Yeah, I think for my, from my perspective, like, as I said, Patty and I got along really great. There are talks of him potentially coming to New York City and visiting. But I mean, again, like he lives in London, I live in New York. But I think overall, like, it would be great for him to visit. And I'm sure I'll see him in the future. And and if anything, I have a really great friend going forward. So in terms of Patty, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> but in terms of, of Lizzie, like I said earlier, like I have a friend for life. And I know that and, and I'm sure I'll be in London again at some point in the future. And I'll see her and And yeah, it's just great to know that I have this lasting friendship from this experience. I think that's really beautiful, especially just really finding value in the friendship part of this, because no matter what does happen in terms of the, you know, romantic relationship, it's so nice to have friends from like all walks of life and from, you know, all parts of the country and across the globe. And I think that like this experience just was really a way for you to like connect with more people too, which is always fun. And especially during COVID when we're lacking like human connection, I feel like this is, this really is from like zero to a (laughs) hundred. Going forward, I don't know what's going to happen, but you never know what's going to happen when you start going on dates with someone. And whatever the result, I'm so glad that I did go and that I did meet him because it was such a great experience and he was a really nice person. Um, And like Camille said, no matter what happens with the boys, I know that I've made a friend. Um, And to me, that's so, so important. We don't celebrate 
friendship as much as we should. So I'm really glad that that's the main takeaway that I've got from this. I think that's really sweet. And yeah, like you said, no matter who you're dating or, you know, if the person's in the same city or not, you never know what's going to happen. So to have had that opportunity to do such a unique experience like this, I think is just so awesome and such a fun story to share. And I think it's really like heartwarming that it kind of, you are recreating the holiday, you know, such a, a classic movie. So I was just so excited to follow along both of your journeys on social media and see what was happening. And now that the experience has finished and you're both back in your respective cities and settled, it's just so great to now get to see how the media is receiving it. And I'm excited to see kind of what comes from this. And I also feel like I have now a, a fresh perspective on dating and spontaneity. I really appreciate the both of you being so open about your experience and willing to share with my community what you guys got to do. So thank you so much for being wonderful guests and coming onto the podcast. One final question that I have for the both of you that I ask every single guest is what is something that brings you a bit of endorphins? I think as we've kind of like the theme of this whole thing is being spontaneous and going out of my comfort zone. Um, I, I just proved as it just happened, it just gives me a ton of endorphins and excitement. And so, yeah, sticking with the theme of, of the spontaneity, probably. And I think I'd add to that by saying meeting new people in whatever sphere of your life it is. You learn so much from meeting new people and they can bring so much joy and excitement to your life. So that's been a real a real bonus for me. I love that. I haven't heard either of those answers actually. And there's such value to just building new relationships and meeting new people because not only are you learning so much about them and things that you maybe previously hadn't known, but I think through those interactions, you learn a lot about yourself. And that is a very joyful experience. Viewing everything as a learning opportunity and getting to, to learn more about yourself through the act of meeting others and learning more about them. So I think that's such a great answer. Thank you both again so much for coming on to the podcast. Is there anywhere where my followers can go to just find out more about this dating experience with Thursday Dating? Yeah, if they follow me on Instagram or TikTok now, <laughs> um, which both, both usernames are just at Camille Wyand, my first and last name. I have like highlights on my Instagram from like everything from this. And then I have a few videos on my TikTok explaining this whole, this whole experience. Yeah. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And all three of them are at Lizzie Frenier, which is my full name. Super excited to continue to follow along with your journey. And I am so appreciative of the both of you for taking your time to come onto the podcast. So thank you so much again. Thank you. It was lovely to chat with you. Yeah, this was really fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And remember to like, rate, and review this podcast on whichever listening platform you prefer. Don't forget to keep spreading endorphins. And find things that bring you endorphins every day. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh,